Cam, good morning. Happy Sunday. How are you? I am doing pretty well. And yourself? I'm good. I'm actually super happy that we're back to recording on Sundays. It feels like a nice morning thing to do. Um, yeah. I know. I miss I miss the morning ones. We kind of switched over the past bit to like random weeknights and stuff. And it was, uh, I don't know, I always found it just like a bit less, uh, like it's still great to do it, but it's just at the end of a long day, it's a bit harder to be like excited and motivated to like record something. Whereas like when I'm having my coffee in the morning and I'm just like, you know, it's a nice Sunday morning. It's the perfect way to start the day. Yeah, exactly. And I like actually this morning as I was sitting here, I have a window to, to my right hand side. I was hearing the birds chirping, which means that spring is coming, which is really nice. Uh, even though we can't go outside too much, uh, <laughs> it's still very nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like we just got, or I don't know, did you receive that like um, phone alert that was like, everyone only go outside if you absolutely need to? Like those emergency alerts that the government yesterday? Yeah. 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 I did. Uh, uh, yes, I yeah. did. <laughs> So it's kind of like one level up. It's like nice weather. And it's like, okay, definitely don't go outside now, which I had been seeing a lot of people going outside for people who are listening to this later. It's, you know, COVID-19 that we're talking about. And so that's the context here. Um, But yeah, it's, I don't know. I've been getting more and more like invested in just like everyone needs to take this seriously. And yeah, and I've been seeing a lot of people who don't seem to be like people outside playing sports together and stuff. And I, it's starting to upset me more and more. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. And I feel exactly the same way. Just I think it I think the thing that feels the worst is when you feel like you're doing your part and other people are not. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. It just feels like just feels like we should all be following the rules. I think we try to go as long as we can staying inside um, and like really only get groceries when it's like, absolutely now we must get groceries. But I don't, don't know that everybody is, is there yet. Um, but I know that at least in Ontario, Toronto, they started kind of giving out fines this weekend, um, and like monitoring the parks and stuff to keep them clear. So hopefully that helps, but I don't know. There's always going to be some people who just like, don't care. So. Yeah. The one that has upset me a bit, like, was I was we're in an apartment building and I get in the elevator like a couple days ago and then like a Fedora person delivery person gets in the elevator at the same time and our elevators have signs that say like one person at a time for obvious reasons they're yeah. like small enclosed spaces and they had no mask on and they're probably doing this in every building that they go into and like that's exactly. like an easy like you're um probably one of the more at risk people who's like going around and interfacing with all these different people. So it's, I didn't say anything at the time. It was the first time I had experienced it, but now I'm like pretty much just on the, uh, like I've decided like, no, I can't really stand for that. And we'll have to like kind of speak up next time, even though it's an uncomfortable yeah. conversation. I just think it's important, especially for people who are like seeing so many different people to take this seriously. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. I like, so we moved yesterday and even at some point somebody was like ran up to the elevator and said like, are you going up? Which we were in like a service elevator anyways. But then Diego and I both looked at each other kind of like, but like, even if we were, you should like, why would you want to come in this elevator with us? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. 
Um, I also just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if certain people just don't understand the severity of it or it's difficult for them to change their behaviors. I'm not really certain. Uh, yeah. Can't get inside other people's heads. So I hope, I hope people start taking it seriously. Um, I think we have a lot to gain by people taking it seriously and a lot to lose by not. So yeah, that's all. but we won't get too deep into this. I, I yeah. didn't even mean to bring it up, but no, no, so that's fair. Darn, you know, just frustrated sometimes. That's really uh, fair. So let's start with your updates for the past couple of weeks. It's been a little while since we recorded. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will start with non-work and project related things only because that also has taken up a large portion of my life. So I moved yesterday successfully, which was great. Um, <laughs> nice. And this, I mean, to an extent, it ties into kind of the whole work from home. So my partner and I have for the past week, we were working from his um, condo and it's a it's a one bedroom condo, which I'm sure you're in the exact same situation right now. Um, I think the difficulty that arose with us was there's often times where we both need to be on calls at the exact same time. And um, for those of you who don't know us, we are both very loud individuals. So um, that can be tricky. Uh, so I think like overall it was, it was fine working from, from his apartment together, but yeah, there were certain difficulties in terms of meetings and getting work done, uh, but primarily the meetings. So anyways, yesterday we moved, um, which obviously it's not an ideal time to move, um, so that was a long day, but I'm really happy that kind of all of our stuff is here now. And um, for the foreseeable future, uh, while we work at home, there's enough space for us to actually work in different rooms. So I think that will alleviate just like some additional stresses on top of like all the newness of, of working from home. So very excited about that. Yeah, just on that whole point of like working in the same room, it's definitely you You were exactly right. And there's challenges there. and. Gabby's been, uh, her school has been paused actually, but um, she's still been doing some studying. And meanwhile, I've been wrapping up this contract. And so there are a lot of calls that I've been on and uh, and uh, apparently I can get quite loud when I'm on these calls, especially I have like, um, like noise cancellation headphones. And so you just like start yelling. Uh, <laughs> apparently, I didn't think I was yelling, but she has brought it to my attention several times that I am. And then, you know, the same thing, like there's a lot more um, like catching up with friends on Zoom calls and, and stuff. And, and so like the other day I came out at like midnight and Gabby's like yelling at the top of her lungs to her friends. Uh, like it's hard to know that you're doing it. And totally. But really, it's just like these are circumstances that we're not usually in. And it's been uh, interesting to adjust to that. I feel like we're doing pretty well overall. Like most of the day goes by fine. It, it's mostly on these like Fridays where it's maybe like more casual, like having a drink at the end of the day conversations. And we kind of like let loose for a couple hours. So actually, yeah. that's been a really f fun part of this. I don't know if your team or any is doing anything like this, but like uh, with both like old coworkers and also like the um, team that I was working with on this contract at like four o'clock on Fridays or like sometime on a Friday, they would just kind of like relax, have a beer on zoom and kind of catch up. And it's just been a nice way to like socialize still in this time of like uh, social isolation. So yeah, it's been good. Yeah, we've been doing uh same thing, uh, whether it's on like Zoom or my my team that I'm working with right now set up a Discord channel. So we use that a little bit and just like they really like to play games. Um, so we play often like like drawing games together and things like that. Um, but it's been really nice. Um yeah, especially I mean I 
it's interesting because I think I only had about four or five weeks in the office. Um, and soon I will have had the similar amount of time out of the office, but it, I'm trying to be mindful also. Um, I want to make sure that I'm spending time with kind of all the team members and getting to know my teammates. And I think it is a little bit harder when um, you're online, but it's it's interesting. So you'll know about this, but at, at Ecobee, there's like a Slack channel where you can get set up on uh, coffees with a random person in the organization every single week. So I'm also continuing to do that and we just do them online and it's, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been super great. And then in addition to that, I'm trying, cause I, I really want to keep making progress in terms of meeting new people in the organization and, and growing in my role. Um, and I think it could be easy to stay in a shell when, when we're in the situation. So doing coffees with, um, people that I don't know yet, and then just joined some like committees for organizing a hackathon, which hopefully we're going to do remotely. Um, yeah. And, and just trying to work with new teams on some smaller things that they need help with, especially with the changing times. So it's really good from a social perspective. And also I'm trying to make the most of it in terms of, uh, getting to know and working with more people in the organization. Yeah. That's making the best of a bad situation. That's really cool. And yeah, yeah, I don't know that that's great that you're getting involved with some of those. I know the hackathons I, I previously worked at Ecobee and it was always a fun time and it's, um, probably a very rewarding experience to be able to help put that together. So that's very cool. Yeah, I think it should be fun. And I, it'll be interesting because it'll be the first time doing it remotely. Uh, but there's a couple other Toronto companies that I saw. So uh, Shopify and the DMZ are both doing or have done remote hackathons. So I'm going to reach out to some people there and just get some tips and tricks and try to figure out how we can do this in the best way possible. Yeah, it. I don't know, kind of opens up a whole new world. I, I didn't even think about that part when you were mentioning it. But yeah, it's like a whole different way of approaching it. How do you still have that kind of like same uh, camaraderie and the same kind of like just, I don't know, like we're just like a bunch of people like figuring out a problem as quickly as possible and doing it all remote. I, I think that's going to be uh, really awesome when you guys pull it off and it might be uh, a good framework to share out publicly so other people can partake in that yeah i'm super excited about it so that's kind of i mean that was the move and that's a little bit of work and then in addition to that uh so i finished my class my course i don't know what we call it last weekend uh which was uh like an intro to web development course and so i have my final project is due end of day today so i'm super excited to wrap that up but also uh It'll be interesting because in these times of being inside, my weekends have been completely full because I've been in class all day Saturday and all day Sunday. So now, I mean, this weekend has also been full because of moving and closing out projects. So I'm trying to think forward to the upcoming weekends. And I've really liked being in class and spending big chunks of time sitting down and learning. So I'm trying to think about how I can fill my time doing additional development courses, but also Spanish, um, because those are kind of both high priority, uh, learning items in my life right now. So I'm thinking about uh, now there are kind of 24 hour work gym cycles going on. I and so that, work gym. Yeah. yeah. For those people who don't know, or haven't heard us talk about it. Uh, it's like a, an online community where you can join other people um, on a zoom call for kind of structured accountability around getting work done. Uh, Cam and I have both done it in the past, but now they have them kind of available 24 seven. Uh, Which so we had like been hoping for from the beginning because it was always a bit of an inconvenience to be like, oh, they have one at 11 or 3 p.m. on weekdays. And it's, I don't know, maybe you wanted it some other time. And so it's really cool that they actually have that. Uh, I think that unlocks a whole 
a different element to this. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's my hope. I was going to sit down today and do some brainstorming around like specific learning goals and things like that. But I'm curious how you're spending your weekend time as well. Uh, Cause we actually haven't talked too much about it. Yeah. So um, uh, do you have anything else to update on? Maybe I can just touch on that when I get into my... Uh, yeah, for sure. I think the last thing, which is also a today thing for me. <clears throat> so I think starting next weekend is when I'll have more free time, which is why I'm thinking about this. I'm just closing out some some project work um, on kind of the, the freelance contract side of things. So I was working on a Salesforce to Jira automation previously, and there's just a couple layers that were we're adding on top of that before they start using it uh, in their company, which is exciting. Um, it's honestly at this point just kind of a lot of data entry so, and documentation. So I'm just trying to wrap that up. Um, but it was actually nice because kind of in a time of a lot of uncertainty, it's nice to bring in a little bit of extra money. Um, yeah. So just kind of trying to wrap that up today along with my project. And, and that's mostly what's been going on on my side of things. Nice. Yeah, it is definitely a time to be like taking on any uh, any extra work to like pad the accounts as, as you can and just like squirrel cash away uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, it's just like uh, uncertain times call for just being a little more. I don't know. It puts your mind at ease when you when you don't have to worry so much about like where the economy is going. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. On the on the plus side uh save i am saving so much money by being home all the time um oh my gosh me too i didn't even think about it until i got like my credit card statement for the month and it was like peanuts and i was like whoa i guess we don't do anything anymore so that's good yeah i think like a big thing for me is i mean as i'm drinking a takeout coffee right now simply because we've moved and i don't know where the things are but for the most part we make everything at home um, I don't have to pay for transit to get to work. I I really haven't like I'm not I haven't gone into a place where I'm like ordering miscellaneous things online because I just want to minimize things coming in and out of the house. Uh, so yeah, it's it's been helpful uh, towards some of my financial goals, which I feel actually horrible saying that because I know that is not the situation that a lot of people are in, and I'm I'm quite privileged. Um, so I'm thankful, and I I do feel some guilt around that, but uh, thankful because yeah, it's been helpful for me. Yeah, definitely. I think it is a privileged situation to be in. Um, and that said, there's a lot of people who are probably in what could be privileged situations that are not like preparing for that. And so it's like, you know, where maybe you're making a good income, but like it's so easy to grow into it and just like money in is money out. And so I still think it's worth bringing attention to that, that people should like if they have the ability to like start thinking about that and like, yeah, um, yeah, I would, I would tend to agree with that. I guess one, sorry, final thing I'll say, which is a bit on the downer side, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you in terms of the preparation. I mean, so many people around us, especially, I mean, in all industries, but we see it probably predominantly around us in the tech industry have been laid off. Uh, we went through a round of layoffs at, at our company and I'm just super thankful right now to have the privilege of having a job. Yeah. Um, so I think anybody who has one and can just like preparing for uncertainty and also trying to help people around you, whether that be connecting them to like any job opportunities that there are or financially, if you're able and people need help, um, especially some people even outside of our industry, just like at risk populations who are 
not doing very well with this, I'm sure could use a lot of help. So things I think about. Yeah. And actually, so we have been the things that we have been spending money on have been like ordering from restaurants around the area to like kind of, um, I don't know, we enjoy to go out usually to a restaurant, but it's we're doing like takeout as well now sometimes just to help like support a bit and yeah. enjoy a nice like, I don't know, burger or whatever. So but I think it's kind of um, if you can be if you can afford to like, I don't know keep paying for some of these services that you normally would do then like now is a good time like a really good time to do that tip your you know delivery people like yes as as well as you can at this time and like know that they're you know like they're on the front lines uh and like i said earlier kind of like the like highest at the highest risk right now so yeah it's important to help you know show that we um really appreciate that um yeah so that said dive into my updates i yeah am, for sure yeah pretty much like unemployed right now which is uh like i spoke to it last time i think that i was going to be ending up this contract a bit early because of the situation uh with covid19 and so um and so, yeah, it's actually, I'm in a place where it, it was only a few weeks sooner than I expected. I actually ended up speaking to them and uh, just being like, hey, is there anything you need for like an extra week or something? So I managed to like help on a project they, um, that they needed some help with um, for one additional week, which, you know, isn't much, but it or isn't much to them, but it goes a long way for me as an independent contractor um yep. that i can just like um if i hadn't asked that question uh, which was uh, like a weird question or an awkward question to ask like hey I, like but it was it was still just a question and then it's like oh wow you have another week of of money coming in and so i'm i'm really glad i did that and it um i don't know it will just help me now that i'm in a a situation where i'm like i don't know where the next thing's coming in from um but i'm going to start figuring that out i've started having some conversations with a couple of potential like contracts or freelance opportunities, but I'm still being pretty picky about what I'm doing. Like there's still quite a few full-time jobs out there, uh, especially for more senior developers that, um, mm -hmm. so if I really needed to, I could go that route, but I'm, I'm really in the position that I was hoping to be in just a few months early and like with a few thousand dollars less than what yeah. i would have hoped for which so i can like kind of start building my own thing now and that's kind of where i'm leaning is like i had a few conversations for like trying to figure out what a maybe a part-time contract or like a short-term freelancing opportunity would look like to kind of like get me where i wanted to be for the year and if i can't reach that which seemingly right now is like ah, it might not happen so i'm just gonna start a um focusing on yeah growing my own um like building my own products and um and playing around with ideas and stuff like that so i'm actually really excited about the stage that i'm at um, yeah that's very cool and like i think in a it it's almost maybe supercharged to some extent in that you have all of this time at home where Whereas generally around this time of year, people start hanging out a lot more, going outside. There's a lot more temptation, which can distract you. I think there's still a lot of socializing that goes on 
remotely right now. But I think um, if there were a time to to kind of hunker down and, and really concentrate, you have that opportunity in front of you if you want to take it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, exactly. And so when you asked me like what I've been doing with my weekends, uh, I kind of started like last weekend, I was still I still had the contract like I just finished this week. And so last weekend, I started like working on my personal blog, like instead of, uh, I don't know, using a notion to like write blog posts like i i was -hmm. like you know what i should just like build my own system for blogging so i started working on that i started working on another side project that kind of just came to me randomly uh of like i i was asking you about like hey how can i scrape (laughs) data from uh oh yeah from from like uh you know shopify or like sites like that and uh and i was no help at all (laughs) no help yeah (laughs) but I dug a bit deeper and yeah, started playing around basically at making. Um, so one problem that <laughs> that I've noticed and Gabby has noticed because we like to order from local breweries and stuff, but you have to go to like all of their websites individually to um, to see what beers they have, and it can be kind of annoying to do that. And like, uh, so what I'm doing is building like an index of all the beers and beer styles that you can kind of search for who has what beers on oh. uh, for sale that you can get delivered to your home. So uh, that's kind of where I'm going with this. I have no idea how I'll monetize, but uh, yeah, that's kind of what I started on as a fun project. So yeah. And do most of them use Shopify sites? Is that the driver behind scraping those sites? So that was... Yeah, my kind of initial reaction to I found this uh, index of like local or Ontario breweries. And I was like, oh, this this Shopify site, that's also a Shopify site. It looks like, you know, a good chunk of them are, though. There's a lot of different ones. I've been taking note of which types of stores they are. And there's um, different different hosting platforms and uh, e-commerce platforms that they're all using. So there will be some challenges there in like how to get uniform data out of the different platforms. And also they are not like really, it's not really open data that is like, here's an API, just use that. So it's an interesting project with some cool challenges. So um, I'm excited to like work on that. But yeah, a good chunk of them are on, on Shopify. Yeah. I think what could be interesting possibly is that if you kind of get like an MVP of this out and it is this aggregator, I think that might, and and it's, you know, in working condition, I think that could actually maybe drive some interest from the breweries themselves. And then maybe you can actually shift into a place where you're able to actually collect structured data from them because I'm sure that they store their current inventory in some type of structured way. And so maybe because you're driving traffic, there might be, some interest or willingness to provide that, especially kind of during um, the time that we're in how, again, on the monetization side, uncertain, but I I wonder if like behaviorally uh, you could start with scraping and then maybe um, over time, people are actually contributing their own up-to-date data. Yeah. Let me just uh, pull up the page too, because uh, yeah, I started working on this and I started kind of like, thinking through monetization a bit and i um i'm not sure if you're part of the microconf connect community it's like a slack group um okay. for 
yeah, like entrepreneurs and stuff. I would I would highly recommend anyone who's like entrepreneurial, interested in like starting their own uh, smaller business, like um, to to go and join this because um, it's actually been a really cool um, community, like a resource to have. Um, is just being able to go on there and ask in a channel like, "Hey, has anyone had experience with um, trying to monetize monetize basically like a um, a directory?" And I got answers from people who had like started them and failed people who had started them and successfully ran them and like some of the challenges that they had and how they were finally able to successfully monetize those platforms yeah Um, so man it's just so cool to have access to like um a community of like i don't know a thousand ish people that um that have seen their way around these parts and so um yeah some things that were coming to mind of like how i can do this is like well first like i could just do it as like a patreon or like you know there's this thing called like coffee coffee or yeah. coffee yeah where you can just like have like basic generous support from like people who use it like buy me a coffee type of two dollars a month um ongoing support so that's more of like a like it's not sustainable, but it, it's something just to like help fund the project and keep it in development. Um, there's also the possibility of affiliate programs, and that seems to be like oh, right. one of the higher, um, the better options for these types of sites. But I was like, I don't know. These uh, breweries probably don't have like an affiliate platform set up yeah. where you know it's like you're getting X do- uh, percentage per sale of beer that comes from your site. I think that would be pretty challenging to set up versus like if you're doing a directory for like a software platform, then there's high value there for both parties. It's like if I can get you a sale and I take 10, 20% of, I don't know, 50 bucks a month, then yeah, that's like really valuable for, for each of us. So affiliates might not work specifically with the breweries, but there might be angles for like, other companies that are in the beer space that are uh, higher touch or that's maybe not the right word but they have a bigger geographic uh, distribution than just like a single brewery maybe like yeah like i don't know a beer magazine or something that would be a good affiliate program uh there's the obvious possibility of having ads on the site as well yeah Um, or like promoted breweries or things like that and yeah that was kind of my initial thing was like do i uh do i make listings and then breweries can like buy a promoted ad or a promoted um a promoted listing that gives their listings more functionality like i don't know it will actually link to your something um but I am not sure. And actually people in the microconf discussions kind of said that can be a bit of a hard road to go down is getting your, um, basically the, um, the members of the directory to, to pay for it. It's like, well, if you don't have them in it, there's no value to the platform. And so, yeah, it's this. And uh, it's it's interesting because then you're really shifting hard into sales. Like you're really doing a lot of partnership management and trying to upsell people on this. And uh, yeah, it's it's. I think it's a little labor intensive, but I know people yeah. do it. So yeah, and this whole thing is kind of like a bit of a marketplace problem where there's like the two sides to it, where there's the consumer who's using your site, and then there's the 
uh, brewery who's like, you know, getting sales from this site and trying to manage those two, it can be challenging. So people just drew my attention to like, be aware of that. Um, I don't know. It's, it's honestly, when I think about it, it's probably not like the thing that will, um, that I'm, it's not the best fit for like a long-term solution for me to go out and, uh, and approach this as like, this will be the thing that I'm going to work on for the next five years. But I'm a firm believer in kind of like a stair step approach to this. Um, credit to, I think Rob Walling, the microconf founder to who like coined that term where you're like, basically start with something small and digestible. There's no sense in starting with like a full software as a service where you need to ha- provide like, immense value on a monthly basis um to users who are paying you um like that's a hard thing to do and setting up user accounts and all this um it can be a hard problem to solve and so i'm gonna start with just this as like a firstly like a fun side project that i would have done anyway but also yeah um i don't know it's kind of like i can learn some of the problems that come from building your own thing and then and then gradually work my up way up to a, a more challenging business probably Totally. And I think it could even just be a fun project to collaborate on with your partner. Not necessarily doesn't have to be on the development side of things, but um, I mean, she's super into the whole beer industry and knows so much about it. So even if it's gathering information about what to scrape or giving suggestions based on like her in-depth knowledge, I think it could be super fun to collaborate on as well. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like she is a perfect uh, user to like, you know, she's already been like asking for features and stuff because she sees like what value she would want out of the product. So it's kind of cool to have something that um, you're solving for yourself. I don't know how it would scale beyond um, Ontario or anything, even because it's such a niche problem to, um, to where we're at. Like, I don't even know if, um, if this, if breweries in other places sell uh, in, in like other locations in the States and stuff would, um would sell the same way through shopify sites but um i'm not worrying too much about that at this point it's more just like hey let's get this out and see where it goes so yeah i would say like start with step one and and i think from there you might get more ideas in terms of how it may or may not um evolve and yeah but i i agree wholeheartedly with like just do it as a side project have some fun learn some things and and see where it goes yeah so that's been um that's been fun and just like planning out the features and having like a project board for that and like managing like what are the you know mvp features that i need to have to get this out to like ship it and you know and what what can be saved for later and and so yeah it's it's just like getting me into the habit of like prioritizing for my own like venture what how I'm going to approach like shipping something and not taking a year to put it out and making sure that I'm building the right things. And I think that's one of the trickiest parts of building uh, a business is like knowing what direction to go or what things you need to build before others. So yeah, it's an interesting opportunity. I think when you have full control to actually try to operate in the way that we we know is optimal, but it's hard to do, which is kind of, you know, like delivering these super tiny MVPs and then seeing what people think of them and iterating on that. And I think um, we often work in organizations where there's a lot of things uh, standing in the way of operating in that fashion. And I think having full control uh, to be able to even just mess around with that side of things is super interesting. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. Like I've I've seen it like both ends of the spectrum where we move super fast or you have a team and then it starts to slow you down. And now it's just me. And it's like I can go at whatever pace I want. And it's kind of just like a, a chance to like take all the opportunity or all the learnings that I've had over the past several years of like working in um, development and product and, and that um, and then put it to put it to use here. So I don't know. Very That's cool. pretty much what I'm going to be doing. It's not even just weekend time now. It's like weekdays. Will this will be the focus and like building out my blogging strategy and and just like because I think that's the other part that I'm going to focus on is just building up an audience through, um, yeah, like blogging, this podcast, other methods to kind of like I don't know, gain some sort of uh, I don't know, becoming a bit of an authority on whatever it might be, business or coding and i'm not i'm still like figuring out what that means um but i know that it can only really help you when you end up i don't know maybe i launch some sort of course or some sort of product and you know people will be um i just i've seen several cases where um, people have that and you can launch with um with like i don't know a lot more interest in the beginning than just launching out to crickets and it can really it's not like gonna support you long term necessarily but it can really help in the beginning so i think focusing on that will be good and it aligns with my goals of this year which has just been to like share and learn in public more and so that's where i think it's going to be complementary for that it's actually really nice to um think that wow i'll actually have time to focus on this stuff because i've been trying to shove this all into weekends and like you know i work on these side projects and then you know, I'm exhausted Monday because I spent the whole weekend like working on this thing. And now I can actually like put time towards it. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, I think it's very exciting. And I think because you have more time, we'll also have uh, larger updates every week, which is exciting for me and hopefully anyone listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. There's so. some pressure. Uh, yeah, a little <laughs> bit of pressure. I definitely need to focus on uh, Spanish more as well. I've been like up and down with that and i think now i don't really have much of an excuse not to i'll have like nothing but time for the next little bit and so we'll um yeah just be trying to restructure that into my day on an ongoing basis as well and i think that's pretty much it for me cool i mean those are great updates i uh i don't have anything super exciting to add i'm just going into a day of of work gym and getting some some project work done and that's it for me Sweet. Well, I think we can end it off there. Where can people find the show notes? Definitely. So you can check us out at workpalspodcast.com or you can find us on Twitter at workpals. All right. Bye. Take care.